Have you ever wondered why some people have vision boards that come to life and yours just doesn't? Well, your human design definitely has something to say about that. Welcome to the Confidence Council Podcast. This show is designed for high-achieving women who, despite having a great life, just know that they're destined for more. Whether you aren't sure what that next level is, or you have an idea, but the vision feels out of reach, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the show. My name is Monica Burkhoff. I am your confidence, purpose, and mindset coach. And today we have Monica Lorraine, a human design expert on the show. Monica takes us to school, giving us the ultimate crash course in one of the most incredible self-discovery systems, human design. If you are into astrology, if you are on your own personal development journey, then you will love learning more about your human design. So last year, we had another human design expert on the show, and she gave us the introduction, and I would call it like the broad strokes of what human design is and how understanding your design can help you live at your happiest, healthiest, and essentially like highest potential. So that was episode 19, and I will link it in the show notes. If you haven't listened to that one yet, I would recommend you start there as it's more of an introductory, what is it, how can it be applied to your life? But today's episode, Monica Lorraine, who is our guest, she takes it up a notch and actually teaches us how to read our own chart and figure out our own unique way to manifest. Because surprise, surprise, we are all unique and this process is not a one size fits all. So she will not be reading my chart during this episode. She will be explaining and showing you, all of you, how to read your chart and what to look at specifically to help you manifest for your design and for your type. You guys, this is the ultimate masterclass. You do not want to miss this. So without further ado, school is in session. Let's go. Monica, welcome to the show. Why don't you introduce yourself in your own words? Tell the listeners a little about who you are, what you're all about, and kind of what led you to doing this. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I have been looking forward to this uh, this episode for sure. So I am a soul empowerment coach for women, uh, astrologer and human design business consultant. And I've been on this journey of, you know, personal development, spiritual growth, healing, uh, manifesting all the things, right? I've been doing this for over 15 years now. And while I, you know, was able to receive a lot of helpful information and and, and, you know, was, was introduced to the secret and I started learning about manifesting, you know, all the things, all the, the normal ways that we go about these things. Um, what I realized is that once I started learning about astrology and then, of course, human design, add that to the mix, it was like all of a sudden, I always like to say it's like this puzzle that just starts, the pieces just start clicking into place. And it's not, it's like nothing I've ever seen. No, astrology gave me a lot of information, a lot of uh, details that I need to know about my path and, and why I'm here and what my gifts are. But I like to say that human design picks up where astrology leaves off. So if you're already in, interested in human or uh, astrology, if you're already interested in that, human design is going to be like the next step, right? But specifically around manifesting, 
what I realized is that when we are in alignment with our own personal energy, with our own energy blueprint, which is represented by the human design chart, when we're in alignment with that, what I realize is that the, the flow just opens up, right? Things, it, it, there's, there's like less resistance that shows up in our life to the things we want. And by that time, I was ready for less resistance. I had been doing things the hard way for many years. Um, I even created a business out of becoming a life coach and helping other women. And when I started looking at these charts and, and then in, by 2014, I got into human design, I started realizing like, wow, this is the, this is like the fast track, right? This is like the, the, the codes. I, I, I like to call them the soul success codes. Because when I look at a woman's chart, I'm able to see where the resistance is, what the blocks might be. Also, if there's any energy that she's not using or utilizing that could really speed up the process, not only to her own success in her personal life, in her business life, in her career life, but also when it comes to manifesting, like literally how do we take our desires, our dreams, our goals and bring them into physical manifestation? Like how do we do that and get rid of the resistance on the way? Does that resonate? Yes, totally. Yeah. So I am a teacher at heart. I love teaching. That is my thing. And so I found a way to teach these codes to my clients and they've been using them. That's what we're going to talk about uh, a little bit today. And my hope for whoever's watching this, whoever's listening to this is to remember that human design, especially when you're just starting out, it can be very overwhelming. It can be intimidating. It's a pretty large system that uh, is out there. But if you take the pieces, uh, uh, take a couple pieces at a time and really get to understand that, get to um, like experiment with it, you're going to see that even if you spend the next couple of years learning about your chart, there's always something that you can take and apply immediately in your life to start seeing better results. Awesome. All right, let's dive in. The very first thing you're going to want to do so that this makes more sense to you is you're going to want to go and download your own personal free chart. Uh, the best website, there's tons of websites out there where you can receive these charts, but if you want one that looks just like this, or that's easy to read, to understand, uh, you'll want to go to humandesignamerica.com. When you get there, make sure that you enter in all your correct birth information, but specifically you want to use your, um, military time for your birth time. Otherwise you're going to create a chart that doesn't belong to you. Okay. So were you able to grab a chart for yourself, Monica? Yes. Well? And quick okay. question. So I'm married. Do I type in my maiden name, uh, current last name? Does it not matter? No, that, it doesn't matter for okay. this. Okay. Yeah. You can just, you don't even have to use your whole birth name. You could use your initials if you wanted to. Just okay. make sure your birth information is correct. Okay. Got it. I'm ready. All right. So the very first thing that's that you're going to see when you look at this chart, and again, you know, I want to break it down to uh, easier bite-sized pieces to work with. You're going to want to look at this particular chart. This is called a body graph in human design. So a body graph is literally your energetic blueprint. It's your energetic signature, if you will, and how you're designed to show up in the world. So the very first thing that I like to bring to your attention are the nine centers, because these are like the biggest pieces of the human design chart. The nine centers are literally these, these shapes that are coming down the middle of the chart and off to the left and the right. And these nine centers are closely related to the chakra system. So if you think of, you know, if you're familiar with the chakra system, if you think of each one of these, these design or these uh, centers here, it holds a very specific energy. And this energy is literally what comes forward 
from you out into the world. And the way that you use this energy is going to be completely different than everybody else. So the very first center at the top is the head center. The second one down here is the mind. Then we have the throat. This is one of my favorites. I'll tell you why in, in a few minutes. This is the G center or identity center. Underneath that, we have the will center. Off to the right is the solar plexus. The middle is the sacral. The left is the spleen and the bottom is the root. So you'll notice that some of these sounds uh, similar to the chakra system and some of them you've never heard before. Wherever you have these colored in shapes in your human design chart, I want you to think of these as your superpower, your personal superpower. This is where you have consistent energy that you always have available. For those of you who have your own businesses or you're in a career that you love, or maybe not, <laughs> uh, what you're bringing forth in, in your own unique way is literally the energy of those centers. These are like a lot of your gifts are there, your strengths, your talents, things that come natural to you. And these are the things that I personally believe we should be getting paid well for, whether it's in a career or in our own business. So it, it really, um, makes a lot of sense to get familiar right away with what those centers are for you, which ones are, are colored in. Now, you'll also notice that there's a couple of white centers. That doesn't mean that these are your weaknesses. It just means that these areas, they don't have, I wouldn't call them your superpowers because you don't have consistent energy all the time. You, you're able to use these centers, but you can't rely on the energy to be available all the time when you need it. So these are things like, uh, I would say these are centers that you don't want to make a lot of commitments around for your time, because some days you might have the energy for it, and some days you might not. Interesting. Quick question. So does it matter? I've got a couple that are like green and yellow that are colored in. Does that matter? Or are we just focusing on the fact that they're filled in versus not? Filled? Yeah, no, color okay. doesn't matter. Just the fact that they're they're colored in or they're white. Okay. Absolutely. So the next part that I want to bring your attention to for today's uh, episode is we're going to be looking at the, this is called, these are called gates. So you'll notice on the right-hand side and the left-hand side of the chart, you'll see that it says personality side and the, the left side says design. The numbers on the right-hand side are black. The numbers on the left-hand side are red. The significance about this is I want you to imagine that you have two birthdays, right? You have the birthday of the day that you were born, literally, like whatever your, your sun sign is, your zodiac sign, your astrology chart, that's pretty much the, the, the one birthday. But there's also another birthday that we have, and that is over here on the left-hand side. And this birthday technically is 88 days before you were born. 88 days before you were born, whatever was going on in the sky, whatever planets were playing out that day, you were imprinted with this energy. Those planets, those gates, that energy from 88 days before you were born, this has a lot to do with your purpose. This has a lot to do with your unconscious side of yourself. These are things that you're, they're kind of like gifts that you're here to unwrap in this lifetime and to really understand about yourself. These are things that you probably don't realize you do. They could be gifts. It could be talents. It could be challenges on your path. You're not very consciously aware of them. However, once you learn about your human design chart, you become aware of them. The gates on the right-hand side, this is, this has more to do like with your personality. This is like your, the conscious side of you. 
if somebody says to you something about one of these gates, you're like, oh yeah, that that's me. I'm I'm very aware that I do that or I have this gift or this talent. So you have the conscious side and the unconscious side. Both of them are equally as important, important. But I would say when you're learning your astro uh, human design chart, I'd say start with the conscious side gates first. It's easier because this is like things you already know about yourself, but it'll kind of give you a little bit more details about that. Make sense so far? Yeah. All right. Now, when you look at this next little piece here, this is this is called an arrow. You'll see that there are four arrows. And here's where it gets interesting with the manifesting part. This bottom arrow here on the right-hand side, everybody has these four arrows. And again, this is also why I like using this particular um, website that I just mentioned. You want to take a look and see if that arrow is facing left or facing right, because that is going to tell us the manifesting style that you have so have you ever i don't know about you but like did you ever work with vision boards yes okay in your honest opinion for you personally how effective have they been or were you like did i miss something like this doesn't seem to be working so well for me i have made them i actually have one like right here but i feel like it's it's often different than what i'm visioning for myself it's, yes, it's never like some people are like the exact house is on, you know, I don't have that. No, so definitely not. Interesting. Okay, so this becomes very important. For me, I always wondered why I would go to like the manifesting, um, the, the vision board workshops, and I would do the whole thing, right? <laughs> and I would always wonder like, what the heck, like, is my manifesting ability broken? Like it's things come in, but they don't come in the way that I wanted them or think they should or they don't look any and after a few years of that I just was like you know what I'm not doing that anymore it's just not working for me I didn't understand why until I was introduced to this piece in human design turns out that based on that little arrow you're either a specific manifester or a non-specific manifester and I'm going to get to that in a few minutes because that becomes a very key piece in your chart that you want to know about oh okay it's tell you guys it's going to tell you like how what is the best way for you to be setting your intentions for the things that you want to bring into your life? Okay. Oh, wow. I love this. Okay. Yes. So I'm just going to fly through these really quick because they are important, but we're not diving into them today. When you look at this particular chart, again, you're going to see some words to the left, like type, signature, not self theme, strategy, inner authority, incarnation, cross and profile. Let me tell you in very simple terms what these things mean so that we can move on to the next piece because oftentimes we'll get stuck like, well, what is that? What does that mean? So here's your type, which is in human design, there are five types. So if you think about astrology, there's 12 sun signs. In human design, there's only five types. They're energy types. So you're going to be, we're all going to be one of those types. So the type in your uh, uh, human design chart is the key to living as your most authentic self. Literally, like, like you know you're a projector, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, if you didn't know you're a projector, let's say the first half of your life, you're running around like acting like a manifester or a manifesting generator, burning yourself out, trying to do all the things, trying to be all the things, not having incorporating enough rest into your week or into your day or into your month. Those are things that really can cause us to live out of alignment with our own personal energy. So the very first thing you want to know is what is my type? Because I need to learn about that. And there's so much information on the internet you can just go type in whatever your type is and learn a little bit. I would say don't get too far down the rabbit hole with that. Maybe look up two resources and that'll give you a pretty good idea. 
your signature is going to be one of five signatures. And this is about how you feel when you're in alignment. So for this particular chart, this is a manifesting generator. Their signature, this is how they feel and how they know when they're in alignment with anything they're doing. They feel satisfied. Like, oh, that feels good. I feel satisfied with that. That I feel a sense of satisfaction. However, if they're not in alignment with themselves, then they're going to experience the not self theme, which is frustration. If, if you're a manifesting generator and you find yourself more frustrated than satisfied in a lot of things, that's a pretty good indicator that you might be experiencing more resistance in your life than, than needed. So that's a time to probably take a look at a couple of key areas in your life and see like, where is this really coming from and what's within my power to change or alter? Mm, I have um, signature, my signature, because I'm a projector is success. And the not self theme is bitterness. Thank you for bringing that up because I know some people are going to pull up their chart and be like, what the heck? Like, I'm not a bitter person. What does this mean? Yeah. I want you to think of bitterness like when something leaves a bitter taste in your mouth, right? Think of it that way. Like, instead of like you being bitter, it's like, like, ooh, that, that doesn't, I don't, I don't like the way that tastes. I don't like the way that feels. I don't like the way that, that, I don't like that experience. But bitterness really, why they use that word, I don't know. But what I've come to terms with about bitterness for projectors is that it is like a bitterness around feeling unacknowledged, passed over, um, you know, somebody, you know, you're, you're giving them some advice and they just kind of like, you know, they, they don't really appreciate it. But then someone else tells them the same thing and they're like, oh my gosh, that was like the best advice you could have given me. So it's almost like a, a bitterness for feeling treated, the, feeling like you've been treated unfairly in some capacity, right? Or, or mm -hmm. offering and giving advice or helping or being of service and then people don't appreciate it. Feeling unappreciated, unacknowledged, passed over, mm -hmm. right? So it's more of a bitterness around that than I'm a bitter person. Got it. Does that help to understand? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then we have uh, the strategy and your strategy is literally how you're designed to direct your energy towards something. Literally, like you have your own way of going after and pursuing the things that you want in your life, whether it's a relationship, a career, um, a fitness goal, you have your own way of, of going out and taking your energy and directing it towards that. And it's not going to be like everybody else. It's very important to know this about yourself. Then you have your... Uh, inner authority. I love this because most people, when they are thinking about making a decision, because your inner authority is how you're designed to make a decision, specifically decisions that are correct for you. What do most people say? Well, let me think about it or let me figure it out. They're talking about the head and the mind. They're literally going to their mind and trying to figure it out. But guess what? That's not necessarily how we're all designed to make decisions for ourselves. Because a lot of times, I don't know about you, but I know that my thoughts, my mind, <laughs> my beliefs have led me in the wrong direction many times, even though I thought it out, it was very logical, it made sense. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Like, it just, it wasn't for me. Well, everybody has their own inner authority. And this particular chart happens to be an emotional authority, which means that this individual makes their uh, decisions it has to do with their emotions. It's very connected to their emotions. For somebody else, it's going to be very connected to their gut feeling. What is their gut telling them to do? 
For someone else, it's going to be out of the spleen and it's going to be what is your what's your intuitive knowing? What's your intuitive guidance? But most of us are not designed to go, well, what do you think about it? And how should I make this decision? But that's what we do. That's how we make decisions. And like then a pro con list or yeah, something. So right? then it yeah. guides us, guides us down the wrong path. So very important to know. Mm-hmm. So get out of your head and into your body. Literally get out of your head and get into your authority, whatever Love your it. authority is. Second to last, incarnation cross. Your incarnation cross are four keys to your purpose. There are four individual gates in your human design chart that have a lot to do with your purpose. I literally can do a whole episode just on purpose. We're not talking about that today, but super important for you to know. I'll give you a hint uh, for those who want to go dive a little deeper into this. It's your purpose is going, or your incarnation cross, which is like the reason why you incarnated on this planet, has to do with the first four gates. It's the top two, uh, the ones on the left-hand side of the the, um, decimal. So this would be gate 28 and gate 27 for this person. And over here would be gate 33 and gate 19. It's always those top four for everybody. So when you look at your um, chart, Monica, you're going to see four gates that you have there. Mm -hmm. When you get a chance, go dive into those a little bit, do a little research. It's going to give you lots of hints about the purpose behind why you incarnated into this life. It's not always like specifically like, cause you're supposed to do this kind of work. It's a, it's an energy that needs to be expressed through you in this lifetime. It's very important. Did you have a question for that? No, but I'm like, so curious to Google, like right this second, I feel like I have looked at this up at some point, maybe a year or two ago. And it said something about like leadership, which seems pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. Like but really. you get to find your flavor of leadership, which mm-hmm. is, you know, deeper into the chart, right? Yeah. It's not just leadership. It's what is your flavor of leadership? Mm-hmm. And last but not least is the profile. The profile is very important because this is how you express your individuality and how others perceive your energy. So you can talk to a room full of 10 projectors, but we want to know what is their profile. Because the profile is going to give us like the very specifics of their personality, their individuality, what makes them different, right? This human design is a science of differentiation. We want to know what what is different and unique about us because we want to express more of that. That is literally the most authentic self-expression that you could get to is expressing your own personal energy. And when you look at those two numbers, you're going, again, when you look at the human design chart, the profile number is always going to come from the top two numbers, but these are the numbers on the right-hand side of the decimal point. So for this chart, it says six, and over here, it's two, six, two. Here it is, profile, six, two. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can literally look up whatever your profile is, look that up online, maybe one or two resources. It's going to give you some very important specific information about your um like kind of your personality and how you show up and and most importantly what other people's first impression of you is that's important because I don't know about you but like if you've ever had people misread you or misunderstand you or misunderstand your intentions or you're like I don't understand where they're getting that from like that's not what I meant and that's not what that, those were not my intentions sometimes what they're responding to is the energy from the profile. And if we're not consciously aware of it, that might be where some of it's coming from for good or for, for ill. Right. Mm-hmm. Very briefly, I mentioned the five human design, the five types in human design. I didn't want to put a whole lot of information about this because I want you to go and kind of draw your own conclusion about your own 
uh, your own human design type. There's the manifestors, the generators, the manifesting generators, the projectors, and the reflectors. Now, a lot of people will say that a manifesting generator is the combination of the manifestor and the generator. They're actually their own energy. They're, they're, they're very um, manifesting generators, I would say, out of all the types, are the only type that are really here to truly, truly multitask. These are the people who sometimes will have, you know, I'm a manifesting generator and I run two businesses, right? I have the, the life coaching, the soul coaching uh, for women who want to change, have some transformation in their life. And then I have the business coaching for coaches, spiritual entrepreneurs and holistic practitioners. So even though they're two separate businesses, because I'm a manifesting generator, I have figured out like how to actually blend them together how and without um, running myself into the ground <laughs> and burning myself out. Now, if I try and, you know, add a third or fourth on there, that, that might be an issue. But imagine if you're a projector and you're like, oh, I'm going to start three businesses and I'm going to do all these things. And six months into it, you're like, I hate this business. I'm tired. I don't have room or time for anything. And it's because you've now entered into or made decisions that were actually not in alignment with you and your energy, rather than focusing on, well, what really allows me to leverage my energy and really show up in the most powerful way, in the most consistent way, uh, and have more energy instead of feeling depleted. This is why we want to know what our, our human design type is, because we also have our own way of putting our energy out there to manifest things, of attracting things into, into our life. Go ahead. This is interesting because I am a projector and I have a full-time job and I host a podcast and I'm coaching on the side and, you know, it's been like six or seven months in and yeah, I'm tired. Like I, yeah. you know, and it, it does feel like a lot and I do feel spread thin a little bit at times, um, if I'm being honest. But I have found that there are ways to kind of, because if you are multi-passionate, sure, there, sure. there have to be ways to kind of juggle. And there are. Regardless of the energy type, right? Yes, there are. So that doesn't mean like, oh, if somebody's a projector, they can't multitask or have other things. What it means is, okay, since I have this type, let me at least figure out some very specific pieces in my chart so that I can really streamline this. So that mm -hmm. instead of being completely spread thin, I'm just a little spread thin, right? But I'm still focusing on the things that are super important to me. Yeah. Right. So that's where, like, I like to say these are like the, the human design keynotes or the, the nuances of your chart that make all the difference in the world. Sometimes it's a matter of, um, as a projector, putting in certain systems in your business that you might not have thought of before. Right. So taking some of the load off of you and systematizing a lot of these things, there, there's all kinds of different things. But the main thing about projectors, I want you to think about this, especially for yourself, is that you projectors are here to share their wisdom. Literally, like projectors are the only ones who are here specifically. And we're all here to do this, but specifically they're here to manage and guide people or projects. When they're in the role of, of guiding people or projects, they flourish if it's they're in the right company or the right career, right? Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're, able, they're like the wise owl who goes and sits on top of the tree and looks down and just sees things that we may not be seen. This is why they make excellent coaches 
or they make excellent consultants or any time where they have to look at what's going on with the person and figure out like, okay, what are the next steps that will really help this person move something forward? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Totally. Show up in your life at all? Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> all the time, right? All the time. Okay. All right. And then moving on are, is the fun part, your manifesting codes, your personal path to manifesting and abundance. And now I want to bring back the chart, but without all the noise on it. And we're Mm -hmm. just looking at some very specific things. We want to look again at the arrow. Is it facing left or right? We want to look at uh, specifically something called your Jupiter gate. So this is the symbol for Jupiter here on the right. And the gate that's next or the gate that's in front of it would be the gate to the left side of the um, decimal. Mm -hmm. So for you, um, when you look at your arrows, is your bottom arrow right or left? It's to the right. Okay. So now same as your I, image. Yeah, yeah. Now I know why you're uh, the manifesting stuff. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Uh-huh. Okay. And then we want to take a look at the G center slash identity center. So this is, if you look from the top of your centers, one, two, three, four, it's the fourth center, whether it's colored in or white doesn't matter what i want you to pay attention to are the numbers that are inside of the shape inside of the triangle because this g center i want you to imagine that this is our magnet right this is like the magnet in us and this is how we draw in people opportunities experiences and resources to fulfill our purpose and potential in this lifetime. If there's something, if we need to manifest more money, if we need to manifest um, a, a nice office to meet with our clients, whatever it is, if we need to manifest a larger home or whatever the things we need, the resources or opportunities to get in front of more people, all of that is coming through that particular uh, magnet that you have. Now, the way it works with the Jupiter gate, which is over here, is that the, the identity center, we all need to pay attention to all of those gates that are in here, whether, whether whether you have them colored in or not, like you'll see like 15 is colored in here, but the rest aren't. Whether you have it colored in or not, you need to know all of them. But the ones that are colored in or the ones that are like circled, those become your primary manifesting gates, right? So if you have none, don't worry, you need to know them all. But if you have any that are circled, those become your primary gates. And then you want to couple that with whatever your Jupiter gate is. So in this case, this chart says uh, gate 50. This individual needs to know about gate 50 because Jupiter is literally her abundance code. It's the thing that like turns on the energy and allow, and the more alignment she's in with that energy, the more she puts herself in the positive um higher frequency of that energy of gate 50, the easier things show up, the less resistance, the more that we all make sure that all of these gates in the G center are turned on to the higher frequency as much as possible, uh, the easier it is for things to show up. The more that we know if our, if our arrow is pointing to the left or the right, that's going to let us know how we set our intentions. That's a huge difference for everybody. So Let me tell you a little bit about the gates in the uh, G center identity center, because I want I want to like break it down so that you guys know why these things are important and you can go do your own research on that. Okay, I have my little notes here because I don't want to forget. So in your G center, gay 
gate one, I'm sorry, gate 10 is the gate of self-love. So this is literally got to ask yourself how much you love yourself, right? If you're in the higher frequency of self-love, then you're going to be doing things that are self-loving, right? If you're in the lower frequency of that, you're probably creating unnecessary resistance to the things that you want to bring into your life. So if you're acting in, un, in, in, in ways where you're harming yourself, you're not loving yourself, you're not being loving towards yourself, that immediately, it's, I like to say it, it kinks your energetic hose, right? But the good thing is that you can become aware that you're doing it and you can unkink that hose. Makes sense? So if you have it circled, you really want to focus on this? Right. It okay. becomes one of your primary. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, the next one is gate seven. This is the gate of leadership support. And this has to do with how powerful you feel, like how powerful do you feel to show up in your life and create the things that you want to create the life, the, the income, the, the business, the career, the relationships, or do you feel disempowered or is there something you need to learn? Is there a skill that you need to, um, you know, to learn how to do so that you can feel like you're standing in your power. This, this becomes very important and it's not about overpowering others. It's literally like, do I feel empowered? Do I feel powerful to, to make these changes in my life, to, to attract these things in my life? And are you being the leader in your own life? Are you taking the leadership role in your life? It's not about really leading others. Are you leading yourself? Or are you just kind of like not taking responsibility and be like, well, I guess it's just not in the cards for me, <laughs> right? That's not taking leadership of our own life. Um, the next one is gate one, which is creative contribution. How uh, This is about how authentically you are expressing yourself in life. This is something that I help a lot of my clients with to get into that, that place where they're truly expressing who they really are, their individuality, um, the way that they really want to show up in life, not who they've been taught to be or who they've been pretending to be because that's going to allow them to be accepted. It's really about, do you feel like you're living your own life, your own authentic life and expression, or do you feel like that somehow is something that you don't want to do because you're trying to avoid, maybe you're trying to avoid um, you know, criticism or judgment or any of those things. So it's a really, it's a really deep gate if you think about it. So the more that we're living out of alignment with who we really are, that creates resistance to the things that we're trying to bring into our life. Okay. And then we have uh, gate 13 and gate 13 is the gate of forgiveness. This was a big one for me. When I learned about this, I was like, oh, like, so let me get this straight. If I'm walking around and there's still people that I need to forgive, not make it okay what they did, but I'm literally carrying the energy of not forgiving somebody for something or even myself. Again, I'm blocking myself, right? Wow. So this is about how much you've released the pain of the past and found the blessing in it. Even if you don't talk to that person anymore or can communicate with them, when you're able to get to a place where you can see the blessing in it or bless, bless the you know, the mess, if you will, mm -hmm. you immediately unhook yourself from that energy of not forgiving somebody. And that opens up, it unkinks your hose, we'll say. And then we have gate 25, the love of spirit. This is about how much you trust spirit as source in your life. This is a big one, a big, big, big one, because 
um, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs. Okay. So when they get into this space of, um, you know, I don't understand what's going on with my income, you know, the clients, I, I don't know what happened. I had a bad month. You know, this one client was supposed to do my high-end package and she changed her mind at the last minute. They get very fixated on the client, on the person. Well, this particular gate says, who's the source of your supply, right? Is It's God's spirit universe, whatever you choose to use, but it is not the person. It's not the client. It's not, it's not the boss. It's not the career. It's not any of that. So the moment that we believe that, our abundance, that the things that we truly want need to come from somebody or somewhere, we're already out of alignment with that gate. It's about God's spirit universe is the source of my supply. That's it. Money and opportunities and resources come through people, but not from people. Oh, I like this. Mm -hmm. Pretty deep. I have, that one, I right? have this one circled and I feel like yeah, that's... So do I. Yep. <laughs> this is really where you're like, you're really building your faith muscle because our logic, our mind will be like, well, I don't know how that's going to work out. If this person doesn't do X, Y, Z, that's the logical path. But it's right. like, wait a minute, if you come over here and you look at what is possible when God's spirit source is the source of your supply, it immediately opens up that energy. It's very powerful, that mm -hmm. gate. Um, and then we have gate 46 and gate 46 is embodiment. This is about how physically vital you feel and how grounded you are in your body. I tell people, if you have this gait, you literally need to move your body. You literally, like, this is not hypothetical, like, you know, for everybody. This is like, go for a walk. If, if the things are not flowing in, go for a walk or go do some yoga poses or do something that gets you out of your head into your body. The moment you do that, you open up that channel of receiving. Oh, I have this one too. <laughs> also people, this is very important. People who have this gait, um, daily exercise or physical movement, whatever, whatever kind that you like to do, it doesn't have to be like hardcore bodybuilding, you know, it's just whatever it is, but it's, it is making that connection with your physical body and feeling grounded, taking your shoes off, walking outside, like doing anything that brings you back into that energy will literally unkink the hose. So these awesome. are very specific things that we can all be doing. This is good. This is more motivation for me to get that exercise and your resolution going. Good. Well, when you tie it into your manifesting <laughs> results, yes. it's so like, like a no-brainer, right? I want to be able to manifest. I got to get moving. I love right. it. Right. I got I to go for a walk. I'm manifesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> be like, okay. <laughs> um, and then we have two more. We have gate two, which is the gate of the receptive. This is about how much you believe that you deserve to receive all the resources you need to fulfill your destiny in this lifetime. This is a big one. I have this one too. Because if we struggle with, as many people do, issues around feeling worthy or feeling like, um, you know, so a lot of people will struggle from an imposter syndrome. Even if they're amazing at what they do, it's almost like they're never good enough for themselves to to fully own it. They'll just keep raising the bar on themselves and raising the bar. And it's like, wait a minute, if you don't, you're going to be able to receive what you feel worthy of. So for example, a woman who wants to receive a loving uh, relationship, a partner, um, somebody who she can grow with, somebody who she feels connected with, who listens to her, sees her, and she enjoys, if she wants to receive that, but let's say she has this gate 
and she and, and at a very unconscious level she doesn't believe that she is worthy of receiving it for whatever reason whether it's her own beliefs about herself or childhood conditioning or whatever it is that will block that will block that's where some a little bit of work needs to be done with this right Mm-hmm. And it goes for anything, not just relationships, even the job, the career, the clients, the opportunities. Uh, and then last but not least is the gate 15, which is love of humanity, the love of humanity. And this is about how much your choices are not only good for you, but also benefit others, benefit humanity. This is very important. If somebody has this, it, it'd be very wise to, well, all of us to look at this, but if you, especially if you have it colored in, it'd be very wise to look at this and ask yourself, okay, how, how often is what I'm creating in the world or what I'm doing? Is it helping? Is it, is it good for everybody? Or is it just good for me? Is this just because I feel like I need this? I want this. And I'm not thinking how it's affecting other people. If, if you have that, take a look at that through different parts of your life. And then Again, nothing here needs to be fixed. We're not broken. The only thing that needs to be fixed is the stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves. Once you understand these key pieces of your human design chart, you get to become consciously aware of it and you get to go in and tweak it. You get to like adjust it like, oh, I'm doing a little bit too much of this. Let me tone it down and and open up the energy, open up the flow. What I love about working with this G-Center and your Jupiter gate is that now it gives you the specifics of what to focus on instead of like, I just want to be a better person and do better. Like, no, let me work on my self-love. Let me get my butt out there and do my walking or my yoga or my Pilates, right? Mm-hmm. All those yeah, things. I feel like I hear a lot about like, focus on the feeling, focus, focus on the feeling. And I feel like I do that, but sometimes the manifestations are still not coming in. But there are things here that you've touched on that I could definitely do a little bit of work. Yeah. 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 It's like Mm -hmm. a lot taking aligned action while keeping a positive mindset while being in positive expectation. I expect for this to work out for me. Right. I, I don't know how, but I expect it to work out for me. I expect these things to work out for me. In the meantime, I'm going to make sure that I am meeting the universe halfway by keeping my side of the street clean, so to speak. Right. Love it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you want to go look at your design, or I'm sorry, your Jupiter gate, which is on the right-hand side. It's not that the Jupiter on the left-hand side doesn't matter. It's just for manifesting, we're looking at the abundance code or key, which is the, the right side Jupiter. So this one is gate 50. Care to share what yours is? Three. Three. Okay. So in a little while, probably when you're done with your day, you're going to go research gate three and you're really going to take a look at gate three and what it says and what it means, because you're going to realize, oh, when I focus on my gate three, when I understand what it feels like to be at the higher frequency of gate three and what it looks like when I'm in the lower frequency of gate three, I'm going to make sure that I dial it up to the higher frequency because now you're going to be consciously aware of it. So it's always operating in the background, but we can kind of like lower the, lower the, 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 or or turn off the switch, so to speak, or, or kind of pause it or create resistance around it. If we're operating in the lower frequency, make sense. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And probably when you read it, you're like, okay, I, I get it. I understand. Like I need to focus on this thing. Right. And we're not fixing, we're just improving. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So the last part that I want to talk about is uh, the arrow, 
Yes. Going to the right or the left. Okay. If you are a left arrow person for that bottom right arrow, if you're left, then you are a specific manifester. That means you're more logical. So it's like logical versus creative. Okay. You're more logical. You need more structure. You need more details. You need to be specific. If you want, let's say you want to manifest a home, you want to go to the area where you want the home. You want to look online. What is the square footage? What is the color? How many bedrooms? Um, what's the closest park? You want as many specifics as possible. You know, this is a person who could literally create their dream, their, their, uh, not their dream board, their uh, vision board. Okay. This works for them because they're getting specific. They're putting the details. If they want a certain amount of money to come through their business um, every month. Okay. They need to know exactly how much they want to see come through. They need to know why they need that much to come through. It can't just be some number that they throw out. Oh, I want $20,000 a month. Why? Why do you need $20,000 a month? Go do a spreadsheet or write it out on paper. What is the $20,000 going to be used for? Even if 10 of it is what you use and 10 of it goes into savings, that's still being specific. So if you have clients who you ever work with for manifesting and you get a hold of their chart, Look at that arrow because you're going to know, do they need very specific ways to put down what they really desire, what they really want? The more specific, it's almost like the universe says, okay, thank you. I got it. I'm going to take care of it now. Right? So interesting. I've, I've, I've downloaded probably 20 of those, like, you know, manifest or like, you know, new year, different workbooks that, you know, yes. different people post on the internet. Yes. And and now having heard this, it's so clear to me that the creator of that content in specific ones, I can think of like two that I actually have, right. like, have been working on this week are, are, have their arrow to the left because it's like, what does it look like? What does it smell like? Who's in the room? And um, what is like, what's on the desk? And like, so it's like so specific or exactly right out. What are you going to do with the money each day? Where it's going? Where is it going to be deposited? Who yes. is going to be handed to? And I'm like, holy yes, this is yeah. like really intense. Okay. And so, <laughs> so I was I'm like, what's that. wrong with me? Why can't yeah. I get I into this? I was doing that. And I was like, why does this feel so heavy? Yes. Why does this feel so tedious? Yes. Like, so I'm tedious. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't it know. It can't so be then... this intense, right? For them, for me, at least, right? Some people, yeah. But... Yes. Did you ever did you ever hear of mind movies or have you heard of mind yeah, movies? Yeah, I have. Okay. I have. Okay. So when that wasn't working, the vision board wasn't working. I'm like, I'm not going to another vision board workshop. The hell with this. It's not working for me. Yeah, right? yeah. So then I, I was introduced to mind movies and I'm like, oh, okay, let me try it. So, so then what I did is I, this is before I knew about my gate, I mean, my arrow. So then what I did is I, um, I created like my own mind movie on my computer, right? It was very simple. I picked a song that was really high vibe that, that really, I liked that I enjoyed. It was playing in the background and I just put pictures in there of things that I wanted, right? Like a, like a car and a home and, 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 um, you know, instead of like, uh, you know, an X amount of dollars a month in my business, it was like feeling financially secure and stable and free and all these things. And so I had all that in there and I used to listen to that. I, I would watch it in the morning, first thing in the morning with my coffee. I think it was about a minute long. At some point I stopped using it. And three years later, I was changing computers or I don't know what, but I, it was on my desktop and I just opened it. I'm like, Oh, what? I think this is my old mind movie. Tell me why I was sitting in 
the house that looked like the one <laughs> that I had on there that I kind of forgot about. I was driving in a car similar, but better than the one that I had put on there. So all the income was, I was feeling financially safe, secure, free, all those things stable, right? So going back to this arrow, when you are a right-facing arrow in the bottom right-hand corner, you are a non-specific manifester. You, for you, it's better to get into the visualization of what you desire, but, but don't micromanage the universe, okay? Don't get into all the specifics. It's more of how do you want to feel what are you going to be able to do when you have like, you know, a certain amount of money coming through? What are you going to be able to, to do? You're going to plan a trip. You're going to take the family, like get into those things. The more cre like allow your creativity to just flow. A mind movie would even be great for somebody who has the, um, the right facing um, arrow, uh, but stay away from like the specifics. Like it has to be, I just manifested another house recently. And all I did was drive through the area and I was like, okay, I want my air, my home over there. Okay. I, I definitely want a certain amount of bedrooms. I want my home office, but I didn't get into like, and I need this square footage and I need it to be on this street and this color and didn't do any of that. Same thing. I wanted a, a new couch and I was looking at some couches and I'm like, Oh, how do I want to feel on that couch? What do, what do I want to experience on this couch? Tell me why my boyfriend goes, oh, I think I found the perfect couch for us. He says, just tell me yes, because I'm going to get it. And I looked at it. It was like the most perfect couch that I could have imagined. It was even the color that I would like, right? That was, and that was in 48 hours that I manifested that Whoa, couch. I love that story. Yeah. So for you and for all of your listeners and all of your viewers, pay attention to that arrow. Either get into a, a visualization and start thinking about how you want to feel, what do you want to experience in that car, in that home, in that relationship, but don't get too specific if you're right side, uh, right facing manifester or non-specific. If you're specific, the more details, the better, the more details, the better. So good to know. You know what? I'm thinking back now. I, maybe a year, a year and a half ago, I had had this like download that I was going to write a book and I was going to be in bookstores. And like, there's a, there's a bookstore, you know, those like newsstands and bookstores, mm -hmm. at, like train stations, big places oh, yeah, like yeah. that big, like Metro places. Yeah. So I, I walked through this train station when I go downtown for work and there's this, all these, you know, like the bestsellers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I remember just, I was trying to manifest this book and I was thinking like, of the feeling, how proud I would be walking up to it, like being able to pick it up and stuff. Yes. And I just found out, I mean, this is not like super new news, but I'm going to be in Vogue in April. Nice. And, okay. And Do you so, see what I mean though? Yes. So oh, that's, you see what but I it's mean? not what I thought it was going to be, but I was folk, but it's the, the universe picked up on that feeling Yes. because Vogue is still yes. sold in those newsstands. Right. And I'll still have that feeling of that, like excitement and that pride to be yes. in there. But but it's not in the way that I imagined. So it doesn't right. have to be that specific, right? Yes, yes. More, more creative, more non-specific. And the other. this, this right here is a game changer. Even if we didn't talk about the Jupiter Gate, even if we didn't talk about the Identity Center, just somebody knowing their their arrow, if they're non-specific versus specific, is already a game changer. That yeah. already that already gives them the ability to set intentions, whether it's monthly. I do a lot of Moon. Uh, moon manifesting or manifesting with the moon cycles. Mm -hmm. I teach my clients how to do that. 
So I know already, like who's, where are my specific manifestors? Where are my non-specifics? Because you guys, I'm going to give you two different, um, uh, two different exercises to do. Right. And it and, takes a little bit for, at least for the right facing arrows, like me, it takes a lot of the pressure off of feeling yes. like I'm not good enough. I'm not good yes. at this manifesting thing because I can't get to that fine detail uh, or I can't see it so clearly as yeah. the facing left can probably. Yeah. Cause it, it actually obstructs our energy. It actually mm -hmm. creates a, a resistance that we don't need. Right? It's like a weight has been lifted. I'm Yay. like excited to go. Yeah. I've done my job. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I mentioned to you before that I was going to offer your reader, your, not your readers. Well, yes, your readers pretty soon too, right? Speaking into existence, your viewers and your uh, listeners, a complimentary 20 minute human design session. This is for those of you who are listening to this and you want a little bit more personalized information, like tell me about my arrow, my Jupiter, my, you know, whatever, or anything on your, your chart, but it doesn't have to be about, about manifesting. Um, like the purpose that sounds. Yeah. We could talk really about awesome. purpose. It, yeah. Trust me. I have been doing this a long time and I can get through a lot in 20 minutes, but the most important thing is to give you something that you can take and apply immediately. That is always my intention of these sessions, not to just give you a bunch of information because transformation doesn't happen without implementation, right? So I need to give you the information and then show you how to implement it so that it makes sense for you so that it works. Amazing. That's so generous. Thank you. And I can yeah. tell you from having a session with you that it is so jam-packed and it, it is so informative and like legit life-changing. So nice. take her up on this. Yeah. So it's going to be. And I'll, I'll post the link in the show notes too, so that it's yeah. easily accessed too. Yeah. So it'll be soulempowered.net forward slash CC20. Perfect. Well, awesome. I look forward to hearing from any of you who want more personalized information. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Anytime you want to talk about something human design related, let me know. I'm always a willing participant. I love it. Maybe you'll be like our resident human design expert and come Works in for me. <laughs> quarterly and we could talk purpose next time or something yeah. like that. This has been so great. And like I said, like a weight lifted and I'm excited to go look up my gate and I can't, I, I'm going to go move my body and I'm going to go look up my gate. And I just, I can't thank you enough for sharing your knowledge. You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. You're welcome. Talk and soon. Monica, tell us before we log off, you included your link, but how else do you serve your clients or how else can people connect with you if they feel The best called? way to connect with me right now is through Instagram. That's where I post my most updated information there, my services and classes that I teach and stuff. Um, you can catch me at Soul Empowered, which is S-O-U-L underscore empowered on Instagram. And you can always just reach out to me, send me a DM. I'm pretty good at responding. And uh, yeah, we could start a conversation from there. Are you feeling that tug or nudge that you're destined for more? Or maybe you've read a ton of personal development books and listened to a bunch of podcasts, but are struggling to implement all the different teachings to transform your own life? Well, imagine if you could uncover your true calling in life pinpoint the limiting beliefs that have been holding you back and lean into your best self while designing a roadmap to the 2.0 version of your life. Introducing Next Level Self, my VIP one-on-one -on -one coaching program 
100% customized to help you turn that sense of stuckness into purpose, passion, and fulfillment. Through weekly coaching calls, guided exercises, 24-7 instant messaging access with yours truly, and dedicated journaling prompts, you'll learn not only how to become more confident, but to make decisions that align with your values, we'll uncover the fears, beliefs, and doubts that have been keeping you small, and we'll create a customized action plan that you can actually stick to without having to overhaul your whole life. If you'd like to find out more about whether Next Level Self is the right fit for you, then I invite you to use the link in the show notes to book a complimentary Zoom call today. There, we can get a bit more acquainted, but more importantly, I can see where you're at and learn where you're hoping to go. You will leave that call with a custom recommendation from me on what our sessions would look like and how I can help you step into a future that lights you up.